welcome to Bucky's Road Diaries, a.k.a. Stories, because we like stories, not diaries. Uh, this is episode number seven. Bucky <clears throat> takes a wild and crazy drunken adventure into Philadelphia for GCW and uh, New Jersey for the H2O Hardcore Kingdom. And as always, here is the star of the show, Mr. Bucky. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up, Mike? How are you? Doing well, doing well. Can I, I can say that I'm uh, doing pretty well myself. Nice. Like you said, a pretty uh, wild and crazy weekend. A double shot again. <laughs> um, like you said, uh, GCW Friday, go to the streets. And then Saturday was uh, H2O Hardcore Kingdom. Um, pretty uh, interesting trip, this score. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, combined with uh, flight crap and yeah, thankfully I was able to uh, get on the flights that I needed to to get home because uh, I didn't know where I didn't know what was going to happen at about six o'clock this morning. So luckily I got hooked up with a flight right away. Otherwise, uh, originally my flight out of um, Philly to Boston was delayed two hours and then it was eventually canceled. So I actually got out of there like perfect timing. My uh, flight from uh, Boston to O'Hare was not delayed. It was right on time. And then a four-hour drive home from Chicago. So pretty much was uh, traveling or at an airport since about 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, should we start with Code of the Streets? Sure. Sure. Pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool place. Tell us about the club. Um, you know, like they uh, they announced. You know, it was at the Voltage Lounge. Um, pretty interesting place. Um, really, uh, I know you had mentioned, I believe, and some other people mentioned, how the fuck are they going to do a wrestling show in that place? It's so tiny. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I got uh, I got the show on my TV right now, and. It's a really kind of like uh, video wise, it's kind of really odd looking, you know, being there with it. It wasn't such a big deal. You know, even the one side of the ring was pretty much uh, the bar. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, they may do with um, with what they had, you know, and it was it was cool. Like I said, it was a sold out show. Um, a lot of fun, really cool place. Uh, pretty reasonable drinks from what I've seen. I just went with the special, like I said, uh, beer and a shot for seven bucks. So it's a good deal. I indulged a little bit more, well, more than a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, real cool, interesting place. Uh, I'd like to see more shows done there. It's really cool, good location. Um, parking wasn't too bad. It was like maybe five or ten bucks for parking, so not terrible. How many people do you think were there? Um, eh, I'd probably say maybe 120, 150 ish, somewhere in that area. I know, didn't they say a sellout was 150? I think somebody said there was 300 without chairs in the ring. Yeah. And probably like half of that with, you know, most of the space being taken up with right, the ring right. and you know, seats. But there wasn't that many chairs, as you could tell in the video. It was maybe right. like. No, 40 chairs, too. maybe? Yeah. People are, on, people are on the stairs, and people are on the stage, and... <laughs> people are everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I was on the bathroom control. I was, all by, I was back by the bathrooms. <laughs> I noticed they had a very cute bartender towards the end. 
Well, oh yeah, yeah. I kind of uh, vaguely remember, but <laughs> <laughs> you'll see her in a video later. <laughs> oh yeah, we have to pause it a little bit here and there. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see you at the first GCW, so I didn't see or hear you. So yeah, usually I, I was play like where in the world is Bucky, but I said well, I haven't seen him yet. I thought you might be passed out behind a building or. Oh no, I was close to passing out, but not quite that early. <laughs> Um, I was actually uh, visiting with quite a few people. Um, like I said, Derek Grantonick, Grantonick, uh, the unsanctioned pro uh, promoter. I was talking to him quite a bit. Um, the usual East Coast guys I was bullshitting with and going outside and hanging out. And I was all over the place. You know, it was. I was glad to be there and watch the show, but you know, it kind of was like the secondary thing. Cause I was more like hanging out and just having fun and sure. it was like a combination, you know, <clears throat> but, uh, like I said, you know, the results, not me. So should we kind of do like a review and kind of like a thoughts kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. I can do a quick review. Of the page here. Yeah. I know the opener was orange Cassidy in the open challenge, which yeah, he was very thrilled to be doing that open challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, he looked thrilled. <laughs> and of course, uh, Chuck Taylor answered the challenge. Yeah, it was kind of interesting that uh, you know, the ending of the match was uh, Orange Cassidy giving Chuck Taylor a choke slam and thumbtacks. Yeah, that was uh, it was different. Um, you know, when he pulled the orange juice out, I was like, "Oh shit, he's got the orange juice. He's gonna you know, spray it like the mist or whatever." But I didn't know about the tax, so pretty cool surprise you know and a good uh good way to change it up a little bit with a comedy kind of match you know having still a little bit of a touch of hardcore ish uh involved as well yeah for sure for sure cool ending chucky was attacks in his head and back and arms it was a cool spot yeah it was good they, they i think they uh did a good job with that and we had uh, ellis clone go over joe gacy uh, a good solid match joe looked really good yeah joe he did good. um he was getting a little bit of shit, you know, but uh, <laughs> I think they usually do that because he's not around very often. I mean, the last show he was at was uh, Count Bonjoy or Jimmy Lloyd's birthday, maybe. Yep. Yep. Him and Gage. Yeah, it was forever ago. No, he oh, did that match with Deppin, too. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. There's one with Deppin. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a regular. Good. He's not a regular guy. He looked really good in the ring. Really good. Yeah, it was real. It was a good, solid, you know, pretty much straightforward match. So. Absolutely. I couldn't complain about it. No, for sure. Then we had Tony Deppin and Ty Hill. Remember Ty Hill? I don't remember him, but uh, he he kind of kind of had a weird like I don't know, kind of had a weird look to him. Like he was kind of he's not a really skinny dude. Like yeah, Ty Hill looked like he was an eleventh grade nerd from Dungeons and Dragons. That was a little overweight. It wasn't athletic at all. He looked like he was like seventeen. But that that six thirty that he did to the outside oh, through yeah. the door yeah. was fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it was. And he had a Sabu kind of esque to him because he was kind of sloppy. And what he did, oh, yeah. But he was reckless sloppy, which kind of made some of it cool. Yeah, he wasn't very. Uh, some some things I think that he kind he I think he kind of overdid it on all the flippy shit a little bit. Yeah, the six thirty was pretty nuts. That was uh, yeah, especially to the outside. Yeah, 
That's pretty pretty nuts. And Deppen got the win. Uh, good match. Um, you know, good to see Deppen win. Good oh, character. Sure. Then we had Jonathan Grisham and Colby Carino. Uh, go ahead. Really? What's that? Go ahead. Really good ground match. Colby looked good. Uh, last time I seen Colby Russell, I wasn't overly impressed. And, you know, obviously Jonathan Jonathan hit this one six submission where he just stepped over his hand and then bent his leg back. And it looked like he had him at like a 350-degree angle. It was just fucking crazy. But it was a good, solid match. You know, a lot of groundwork. Um, Colby looked pretty good. He, he's starting to look more like his dad when his dad was coming up on the indies before he got bigger, when he was that skinny Steve Carino. Before he put some muscular on, like the very first ECW, I'd say even before ECW, when he was working in like ECWA and PCW, the Pennsylvania Indies, he kind of looked like his dad. Yeah, I I thought I really enjoyed this match. Like I said, I watched the show on my phone while I was traveling today, and I didn't I didn't pay real close attention to this match um, live. But I really liked it when I seen it on the video. I was like, man, I kind of slept on this match. It was way solid. Yeah, like, yeah. Colby looked solid. Yeah, and uh, Gresham, you know, Gresham's just good all around. You know, he is. And I was impressed how good Colby did on the mat with him. Yeah, uh, they really had some good spots. Yeah, uh, you know, I like Gresham's style. I like that Zack Saber Jr. kind of style. Uh, so it was a good match for sure. I, I enjoyed it. It was one of my favorite matches of the show, actually. Yeah, it worked really well together. Then we had Apahidian and Lucky 13. That was my snake hiss. It didn't come out too good. I'll, I'll have the editor put, like, a real cobra hiss in for me. Make it right. sound jazzy. Fucking, and uh, let me just look at the time here so I save him some time. All right. 21-2. Put in a cobra hiss. Uh, defeated Lucky 13. Um, I was kind of surprised he defeated Lucky. I uh, I didn't really care for this match, to be honest. No, like, neither did I. I thought it would be a little bit better. More. What's that? I expected more out of it. Um, it just I don't know. Like Lucky seemed a little bit off. Um, Ophidian seemed a little bit. I, I don't know, they, it just felt weird, you know. Like I, I'm a really big. I love Ophidian. A really big fan of the dude. Like. Uh, you know, I love his work in Chikara, but uh, it just was kind of, it was a different match. It wasn't, uh, you know, I don't know. I just didn't really care for it, I guess. Yeah, sometimes styles don't match up well. And these two, uh, you know, just didn't match up well. Sometimes really good wrestlers can have subpar matches, you know? Right. Because their styles kind of, I mean, for, for a perfect instance, Raver, who was amazing, and Kadoka, who's amazing. I didn't love their NGI match. And I thought that might be the best match of the first round before the matches happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that match was a little different. Um, I mean, it was okay, but it wasn't what I was expecting. I thought it'd be like a show stealer, and they just didn't jive. Sometimes great wrestlers, you know, sometimes styles just don't jive. Like this match, I expected more, too. I'm, you know, I'm, what you're saying. Yeah, I guess, uh, but, you know, it, Ophidian's never been in GCW, so, you know, I guess, uh, let's see what else he can make happen, you know? Sure. Or I'm sure it won't be the first time. Right. I'm sure it won't be the last time. Right. Oh. It was the first time. <laughs> so 
So then we had Team Raver come out. Uh, Oren Vedit and G Raver defeated the Ugly Ducklings. Pretty good match. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. I like Oren and G Raver as a tag team. I think they're kind of going with that, uh, you know, the Dark Prophet, and, you know, G Raver's kind of got the, you know, Baphomet stuff and kind of like the right. more gothic type of, uh, of look, you know? Right, right. It'd be like Team Blackcraft. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought it was really cool. Like, I Ugly, ugly Ducklings, I was not expecting because they haven't been around for a couple of years. Yeah. At GCW, you know? Yeah. So that was a bit of a surprise, but the match was solid, I thought. I thought it they they worked well together. Yeah, this is the first GCW show that they haven't announced the whole card going into it. Yeah, they only announced five matches, I believe. Yeah, they left a lot of surprise stuff. Um, I, I liked it. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, normally the cards would be out and, you know, we're about, this is the first one that left kind of mystery stuff. So, definitely. I, I kind of hope they do more. I, I kind of hope that they do more of that. For sure. It was a good show. Um, I liked it better than the LA show. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I gotta finish. Well, I gotta finish watching through the whole LA show again because I kind of feel like I need to watch stuff at least twice. And I didn't hate the LA show by any means. It was a good show. There's a few things I didn't like. There's two matches I didn't like, and it was a good show though. There was good matches on it. I just like this show a little better. You know? Do Do you think it's maybe the surprise factors? Like you know. You kind of um, you're tuned in and you don't really know like what is all going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought they, there was good matchups. You know what I mean? There was right. good different styles. There was good matchups. Um, they didn't they didn't over milk the comedy. I mean, you had some in front with Orange Cassidy, but then they used tax, and then there really wasn't any comedy after that. And I'm not a huge comedy guy, so uh, I kind of dug that. It was more like hard-hitting matches and, you know, ground stuff with Gresham and Tony Deppin. I'd like to see Gresham and Tony Deppin. Yeah, that'd be really good. Yeah. So it just, you know, enjoyable. So then we had the six-man uh, death tag match. This one I enjoyed a lot. O'Hare, Crane, Slack defeated Connor, Cody Rice, and Diz. Diz came out, and they were cheering him. He just shit on everybody. That was awesome. Good heel heat. <laughs> then the whole crowd was screaming, fuck the Packers. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That was cool. He just came out and shit on him. And, uh, yeah, there were some cool spots in here where the guys tried to catch Cody, and he knocked him over. And they had triple bags where they were trying to suffocate everybody. And Yeah. You know, I was thinking... I was kind of thinking, you know, like a lot of GCW shows have their own identity. You know, there's there's a variety. You know, like, um, you know, certain shows are deathmatch shows, and other shows are like a variety. And then you have Janela shows, and then you have, you know, more straight wrestling. Like, you know, LA was more mostly wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. um, but this show, like I said, like I said before, it's it's different. Like they went a different route with the show. Mm-hmm. They used different people. They did different types of matches. Like yeah. one big complaint I have about LA was there's way too many singles. It yep. was like seven singles in a scramble. Right. Like this show you had, you had a six man scramble. You had a tag, like tornado kind of thing. You had a different main event, you know, no, you know what I like? wasn't the main event. You know what I liked about this show? There was no scrambles. Yeah, you're not a big fan of scrambles. No, there was just a six-man tag. There was zero scrambles in this show. So I, I enjoyed that. You lose shit in scrambles. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I like the fact that there was no scramble. There was a tag. There was a tag match. There's a six man tag match, and then there were singles. I, I enjoyed that. It's that variety, you know. It's it's not having like a cookie cutter type show. Like at the LA show, when I looked at it, and after I watched, like I watched it live, you know, whatever. I had my complaints about the stream, whatever. But um, you know, it was just oh, another singles match. Oh, another singles match. Oh, another singles match. Like, geez, man. Like, I love singles, but you know, I want to see like a three way or a tag or like yeah, put a couple tag team matches. A variety, you know. Yeah, build up your tag team division. Get those belts off. See, go play in Medeo. Bring them back. Got to get them. Maybe or maybe Orin and G Raver will pick them up in Mexico. Yeah, you never know. Maybe they're going on tour with DTO in April. I don't think it'd be a bad idea to have them back. You know, you know I mean, one thing I want to say from the six men, I think Dan O'Hare should start being on main cards more. He looks so good. I I really thought O'Hare shined in this match. I, I'm a big Dan O'Hare fan. I like the gimmick. I think it's really entertaining. Um, he do, he does it well. You know, he he has a good imagination and good ideas for integrating that gimmick into a variety of things, you know. Well, he didn't even use the gimmick much. I just thought he looked good in the ring. You know, he had a crisp, shining wizard, back suplexes. I just thought he looked fucking really good in the ring. He looked really crisp. I'll have to... Uh... I'll have to I'll have to watch that match all the way through because live I don't remember much, but I remember I remember them using like the glass panes and stuff like that, which yeah. was which was cool. You remember Dan was there, right? Yes, I remember. <laughs> he might have arrested you on the way out for drunken and disorderly public intoxication. Uh, right. <laughs> so then we had Gage and KTB. I haven't finished watching this match yet. Uh, so um, I don't, I don't have much I can, I can say because I still got to finish watching it. I didn't really watch much of it live. I think I was outside quite a bit during this match. So I mean, I assume uh, I'm pretty sure that Gage retained and uh, pretty sure Gage did win. Uh, I watched the beginning. KTB was like knocking him down, but that's kind of where I left off. And I watched parts of Jimmy and Drew Parker and highlights and stuff. Looked pretty good. I just haven't watched the whole match yet. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I don't really remember a hell of a lot of that match either. I was, uh, like I said, I was bullshitting with people quite a bit, so I didn't. I didn't pay attention to everything. But as the show went on, I got a little bit more inebriated, so I kind of, <laughs> you know, forgot a little bit more. <laughs> well, they announced that they're going to have Jimmy and Drew in the first round of TOS. Yeah, they did that afterwards. And yeah. oh, I don't I don't know if you knew this, but they did a no ring match after that match. After they tore the ring down, they did a no uh-huh. ring death match there. Yeah, Jeff Cannonball uh, and Kid Osborne. Yes. And um local enhancement and, talent. <laughs> did they show that on the stream? No. No. no? Oh. Okay. It was weird. Because I, I mean, I did pay attention to some of it, but it was, it was, it was a little bit strange. I don't know what's the deal with all the no ring stuff lately, but yeah. Okay. You know, I know they kept calling it. They wouldn't even, they didn't even name Kit Cosborne. They just kept calling him local enhancement talent, and then they had him come out to DJ Hyde's music. Really? I didn't see this, but I actually talked to Kit. He walked me through. Yeah, they had him come out to DJ Hyde's music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I didn't see any of it. Yeah. Hopefully it's a bonus. Yeah. 
Yeah, kid said they had him come out to DJ's music, and the place was fucking blowing up a storm, and it was, yeah. That's awesome, though. Kind of funny. Kind of funny. It's pretty cool. Good idea. What's that? That's a good idea. Yeah. They should put Connor and Brandon Kirk and him together and just, you know, have everybody just destroy him for a few months. Like Like a Team CZW kind of thing? (laughs) Yeah. Team DJ. Oh, yeah, that'd be funny. It would be Team Deej. Team Lariat. Yeah. I think they should. Yeah. They should all come out and like to sing lips like DJ wears sometime or dress up like him. That'd be funny shit. If you're listening, yep. Brett Lauderdale, I know how much Brett enjoys getting a good poke at DJ. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, overall, pretty good show. You know, definitely worth checking out on Fight. And uh, hopefully, Smart Mark gets uh, it up soon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Very good. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Got fucking yawning. <laughs> I'm yawning, and you should be yawning, right? You're... I'm, bo- I'm boring you. I'm boring you to death. No, you ain't slept in two days, and I'm the yawning. No, you're <laughs> But uh, no, yeah, it was a good show. I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was cool. Hopefully, they do more. Philly shows might be a good way to bring in new talent and do like a Philly show every other month or something. You know, use regular talent and bring in new talent, kind of give them a stage. Yeah, I think I think we're seeing that kind of a lot of these guys that are working for CZW are, you know, making that yeah. transition over to GCW and seeing yeah. that like, you know, you want to yeah. work for a crowd that makes noise or do you want to yeah. work for a crowd that sits pretty, on their hands? You know, pretty soon Manchester's going to have a death match with himself. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be anybody to fucking take on. That's funny. Yeah. So, uh, so should we uh, should we get to the uh, H2O show? Yeah, let's talk about the Hardcore Kingdom number three. Do you got results for this one too, or no? Yep, I got them in front of me. All right. I remember this? a little bit more of this one. Okay. How was the, uh, you know, uh, arena when you got there pulled out, right? Where did people you think were there? Oh, I don't know. Like, it's, it's hard to judge. I would I would say a couple hundred, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, a picture maybe of a... Oh, you don't think more like 300? No, I don't think no? it was that big. Not that big. It looks like a big spot, but yeah, you couldn't tell. I know you said it was sold out, so that's cool. Well, that's that's awesome. I mean, it's it's hard to tell because, you know, they're the way they have the seats and stuff like that. It's hard to tell like where's, you know, what what's sold out. I guess. I mean, what is a sold out crowd to to each person sure. is a little bit different, you know. Sure, sure, absolutely. So they had a good crowd, which is cool. You know, it's building a it's a good good building there. It's building a good rep. You know, he's got his store right there and everything, so that's cool. Oh, he makes pretty good concession sales, I imagine. Oh, yeah, I know they sell, like, food and shit like that, popcorn, stuff like that. In his store, he's got action figures and videos and stuff. And you know, imagine that's, that's like, everybody says, like everybody says, you know, Matt's a real nice, good dude, like, you know, very, very, very approachable. You know, and uh, I, I like I say, I, I always enjoy H2O shows. Um, this was the second one that I went to. 
So I, I, I had quite a bit of fun at this one. Awesome. Awesome. Hopefully it'll be released this week. They've been pretty good about dropping them. So hopefully it'll be out early this week. I'm excited too that uh, the H2O crew is going to be filming the uh, Unholy Warfare show. Yeah, um, cool. Jim Lyon, I believe, right? Yeah, that's cool. That's looking like a cool show. You know, Schlack, Raver, uh, Matt Tremont against Raven Havoc. A lot of cool talent on that show. Colt 45, Jeff Cannonball. That should be cool. Looks like a, it looks like it should be good. You know, at least people will be able to see it too. So that's even better. So the first round, obviously, I haven't seen any of the matches, so you'll have to kind of talk a little bit. Uh, Aiden Ball defeated Ron Mathis and Maria. Kind of a surprise. I thought Maria would go over. Yeah. Um, it seems like he's really wanting to to bring up those uh, the younger guys. You know, Aiden Ball, I believe, is you know he's got to be in his early twenties. Same thing with Bam Sullivan. I bet you he's probably in his mid early mid twenties, something like that, maybe late twenties. But um, I mean, I enjoyed that match. I, I like Maria quite a bit. She's always pretty cool. Um, for specific spots, I don't remember. Um, they used a lot of like barbed wire stuff like that in general for the first round. Um, so you didn't really have glass, like I said. They they used uh, tubes for the finals. Um, but yeah, from what I remember, I really liked this match. I thought it was good. Um, I don't have any complaints about it. Okay. Then we had Cannonball uh, defeated Cody Rice and Oren Vedit. Should I really? Oh, Cannonball's hair. <laughs> what the fuck happened? <laughs> it looks like he just like woke up and said, "I'm just gonna shave the top of my head and leave the." The rest on uh, on my head. <laughs> it looked like one of the Three Stooges. <laughs> oh, poor Cannonball. <laughs> I mean, he's a nice guy, but he looked like one of the. I don't know if it's uh, Larry. Larry. He looked like Larry. Larry. It's going through Larry looks. No gimmick. Oh. That was a match besides Cannonball's haircut. <laughs> well, <laughs> I pretty much kept saying, talking. I couldn't take it seriously, to be honest. Like, oh, no. I couldn't. Like, after seeing that, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this guy just <laughs> <laughs> looks ridiculous. Oh, man. Poor Cannonball. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Well, Cannonball but, went over. Cannonball yeah, went. that's not too surprising, though, you know. Yeah. That's the only one that didn't surprise me in the first round. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I'm just just saying. I mean, Mitch Vallon didn't surprise me because he was going against Louie and Jimmy Lyon, but Oh the yeah. Other, the other ones Bam and Aiden surprised me a little. So so Bam defeated Slack and Dysfunction. What do you remember about this match? Um It was this was a pretty solid match. A lot of these matches they didn't go terribly long. Like I'd probably say maybe like 10 minutes. Okay. So I was like, kind of like, uh, you know, it was different. Um, but I enjoyed it. Like I said, I don't, I don't really have too many complaints about the show except for like the booking. The booking was a little different. Let's say that. Cannonball haircut. <laughs> I couldn't take it seriously after seeing that. Like I was like, yeah. 
it's too funny. Found a picture of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Who's he with? The picture? Yeah. That's Boogie that's Boogie Rags. Okay. He makes uh, uh homemade hot sauce and um makes his own hot sauces. Gotcha. He Holy sells fuck. he sells them at shows too. Cannonball looks like a tool. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I can see why you had a hard time taking Larry's match seriously. Oh, <laughs> shit. what the fuck was he thinking? You know what? When I when he first did his hair poofy, I said, What the fuck? Shave it off. I didn't think he could make it worse. He did. He did. He made it. He's just a guy who shouldn't have hair. Yeah, I mean, he looks way better bald, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the other. Oh, I think I stopped looking at that shit. Wow. All right. So, Mitch Vallon defeated Louie and Jimmy Lyon. And then. Yeah. Uh, it, was, um, it was different. I mean, you kind of. With the Mitch thing, it's kind of weird, in my opinion. He, he did the trial series. We did those three matches, and I believe he lost them all. He won the last one, I think. Or did he beat Louis? He beat Louis? No. I think he beat Stockade. Yeah, he beat Stockade. Okay, so he lost to Louis, and he lost to. Uh, was Matt the first one? I think so, yeah. So it was kind of weird, like. I don't know. We we were kind of talking, and I was like, you know, he. Re- I think he wrestled in his jeans, and uh, no shirt, yeah. and um, he's not a very uh, cut uh, physique, very uh, very jiggly physique. Yeah. So it was a little strange to have him, uh, you know, not have any gear, I guess, or wear like a shirt or something. I mean, yeah, jiggle tits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I enjoy the guy's work. Like, he's pretty crazy, and he's, you know, he works hard. This is a little strange. A gear means a lot. Remember when Jimmy had that horrible gear, Jimmy Lloyd? Yeah, when his balls were hanging out. <laughs> gear means a lot. Look at haircuts means a lot. Look at Cannonball. Oh. <laughs> it's important. It's important, your haircut and your balls not hanging out. <laughs> I mean, you know? Jimmy Lloyd. Jimmy Lloyd has an awesome look now. You know, with the pants. I mean, look, they're just jeans, but it looks cool, and yeah. he's got a cool look. You know, Add plus he's got butcher. better shape, and you know, right. That little butcher got away with jiggle tits for years, but not everybody can. Uh, well, that was a different time, though. That was right. jiggle tits were more in in the seventies, <laughs> right? They're more cool. <laughs> you could have your balls hanging out. You still couldn't cut your hair like fucking cannonball. I don't think that was ever cool. <laughs> With the jiggle tits and the balls hanging, that was cool. That was like uh, <laughs> that reminds me kind of a, of like Bozo from uh yeah. the uh, the show, the old game show or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, the clown. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. Oof, geez. Yeah. That's what you do. You roll up like a pack of Marlboros in your sleeve, so you got that 70s tough guy look. You pull your shirt up, show off your jiggle titties, and you have your balls hanging out. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fashion statement. A haircut. So if you're listening to this, folks, try it. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, get a, then just, just shave the middle of your head, and we'll call it the cannonball. 
<laughs> little jiggle titty, little ball sack. Little <laughs> so, uh, uh, all right, all right let's go what on. was the next match? <laughs> uh, uh, Lucky 13 won the H2O title over Marcus Crane and Alex Cologne. Uh, I, did you see the post about Marcus talking about how he was like going to go balls to the wall and he feels like he kind of was um, kind of coasting for a little bit too long? Got I, As he put it, got too comfortable. Yeah. See Good. that? I don't know if it was on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah. But. That's good because he had a killer year in 2017, and then 18 he did kind of he had a few killer matches, but you know every match was a killer match in 2017. Yeah, he was like, like I'd say was, to me, to me, like the first half of last year was really pretty good. Yeah, um, I liked him and G Raver in uh, the one Asbury show. Yeah, um, I liked him and Gage and Touchables. That was a good match. Yeah, that was a good. But the year before, my God, I mean, you, you had to watch to see if he's going to kill himself. Yeah, you really you had to that. see if Marcus was going to live. I mean, I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying we want him to die, but it used to be. Do you think Marcus will live for the show? Yeah, I used to joke, used to joke with Brett Lauderdale and the Mono. Do you have a? Do you have insurance on Marcus so you can collect? Because he's going to fucking die in one of these matches. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like the Kata where he took the spikes, or the crazy match with Masoka. I mean, he was just—you know—if you can get that happy medium. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he really just kind of went absolutely crazy, you know. Oh my God, yeah, his match with Viking and Havoc and Slack that year. Yeah, legendary run of matches. Him and Tremont, <laughs> that fucking crazy ass giant fucking gusset plate. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yup. Him and Reed Bentley had that crazy fucking. Uh, no, that was next year. Never mind. I'm thinking of Jimmy Lloyd and Reed. But I know. Was it Marcus? Yeah, that was Marcus and Reed that first did that fucking. Uh, it was in GCW where they did that ice dry ice match. Yep. Yeah. Yep. First there. Yeah. 400 degrees below zero or 200 degrees, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole show. Yeah. Marcus just was. I love this Viking match. Match he had with Viking, I thought was fucking amazing. Yeah. Deck the Halls with Ultraviolence, I believe that yeah. was. Yeah, Viking for TOS. <clears throat> Viking for TOS. Public service oh. announcement. <laughs> 100%. I was talking to Kurt, and I was like, man, the one guy I want to see in TOS is Viking, you know. Yeah. But okay. I guess we'll see. We know two people in it already. Yeah. We want Viking. And I want Sakata from Japan, too. With them long-ass guy, right? What's that? That young guy? Oh, yeah, dude puts those giant spikes through people's mouths, both sides, and pulls back and brings out that crazy razor fucking scissor board, whatever. Yeah, he just had killer matches with uh, Kasai and Takeda. Yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't get to watch a lot of that quite yet, but I'll eventually get to oh, it. Oh, yeah, he's sick. Sick. Well, I've, I've seen some of the pictures and stuff, but I just haven't watched yeah. like, the full quite yet. Well, if you if you have any time, I can recommend a great place, the Deathmatch Cult, as a library. And if you check out the Deathmatch Cult on Facebook, they have a library with all these fantastic matches to watch. So, if you or any of our listeners would like to see those fantastic matches, once again, that's the Deathmatch Cult on Facebook. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I actually have the match saved, the Kasai and uh, Sakura. Nice, yeah. Yeah, the Sakura one was pretty sick, page, too. So. Just had him and Takeda was pretty sick too. For the first round of Ikatoza and BJW, that was a good match. Yeah. 
I might have it saved. I, I the, the the problem is, is I have a lot of stuff saved. I just sure. haven't watched all yet. Oh, it's hard to. I haven't watched Behind Barbs yet. <laughs> I'm probably never. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure I'm never gonna. That's a good show. I think the boat sailed. <laughs> right. I'm already, but I'm. I gotta watch ECW tomorrow, and I gotta watch a, a fucking something else. So somebody, yeah, I'm. Oh fuck! I gotta watch ECW, and I gotta watch the Hardcore Cup too for Tuesday. MAW. Fuck. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I wa- I watch. Sometimes I watch it fast forward though. So. <laughs> <laughs> today I yeah. more, but I was lazy today. I just laid in bed with the lady for a while because all we had was one kid home. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, and he was sleeping. So, me and her just spent a lazy afternoon watching TV. Oh, uh, not wrong with that. No, um, not at all. Was, the, uh, was it the final? Was it the finals after that? No, two more matches. You had a tag team match. Uh, four way where Notorious Inc. won. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, and then uh, Stockade beat G Raver in a match. I kind of remember some of that, but I don't. <laughs> Bucky's, Bucky's Road Diaries, the alcoholic version. Yes. <laughs> well, I kind of told you off the uh, off yeah. the recording about oh, my uh, interesting night. So. Oh, I know. I'm going to hear some of that. And then the main event was uh, Mitch over Bam, Aiden, and Cannonball. Yeah, they did light tube ropes. So they, it, it was kind of like the Kasai match, kind of, I guess, how they did the, the, the bar or the tube ropes. Yeah. Um, not, I, I liked the finals. Like it was cool. Um, you know, they did an elimination type style with it, I believe. Um, okay. In your hardcore kingdom, three winner, Mitch Valen. Yeah. I'm really kind of interested to see where it all goes. Yeah. With him. Yeah, for sure. Who you know knows? What like? What's that? I said, who, you know, who knows where they're going to go, but I mean, if he just won the tournament, something interesting should happen, you know? Oh, I would think so. I would think so. You know what I like to see? I haven't seen in a while. Just a good old 200 light tube match. Yeah. Maybe we'll see that for TOS. This yeah, year. there you go. I mean, I'd like to see a 666 light tube match, but I'll take 200. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I, that's a pretty expensive match. Hey, I've seen it. They had it in CZW. Right, yeah. Japan's done 445, 444, and 500, 300. Well, GCW's really got to do something to top, you know, themselves. Hey, I mean, if two hundred uh, two hundred people are going to the show, everybody stops by Lowe's and spends fourteen dollars and buys a twenty five light tube pack. Right. <laughs> you can have the biggest light tube match ever. Right. But it's getting people to actually spend money on gimmicks, oh, I which know. Eh, you know, I, I know. Oh. <laughs> I always wanted to have like a three hundred light tube match too, where you can't win until all the tubes are broke. It's not a bad idea. That'd be kind of interesting. I mean, I've seen 300 light tube Japan match. That wasn't a step, but all the tubes were broke. But very rarely do you see one where all of them are. That could be uh, a new stipulation. you got to break them all before you can pin. I I think it would be. Wouldn't it be cool? 
It'd be a fucking mess. <laughs> but wouldn't it be cool? It would be cool. I didn't, for sure. I didn't say I wanted to clean it up. I just said <laughs> I wanted to see it. <laughs> I want to see it leave and somebody else gets to clean it up. <laughs> right, right. No pinfalls till tubes are all broken. <laughs> it's an interesting idea. Not, now, didn't didn't the showboat just say they're putting down new carpet? Uh, I I thought that's what somebody said. Are, but are, they, I, repping, are they repping it up again in June or what? Maybe they should just rip it up and not have carpet. Yeah. I mean, uh, if GCW is going to keep running shows, they're having multiple shows. I mean, yeah. didn't somebody say that they actually, the show would actually open that section up just for them to be able to do the show? Oh, I don't know. That'd be cool, though. Because I thought I heard that somewhere that they specifically opened that area just for them to do the show. It's got to draw people in. I'm sure a bunch of people stayed at the show, Bo. Food and drink. Oh. Well, they had 20, apparently, from what they said, I thought that Brett has reserved a section of, I believe it was 20 rooms at the discount. Okay. And they sold out. That was $180 per room. That was just for the wrestlers, huh? No, that was for people in general, like fans or whoever. Oh. Because Andy ended up getting the discount, because originally the room was $360 for one night. Holy fuck. But that was... um. Apparently it was like Valentine's weekend or some shit like that. I was gonna say we're, guess, paying, we're paying like two hundred. Well, three hundred, holy shit. Three sixty originally. Yeah, I got mine for $190. I've heard that they some people were finding rooms for like ninety some dollars, but with the show coming, yeah, you know, they're gonna want to make money, you know. Yeah, we got ours. I got a couple discounts though. I had two different discounts, but I got it for 190. We got two queen beds and a balcony. Oh, that ain't bad at all. No, I didn't think it was too bad. No, it was too, too bad. So, yeah, we may got a couple small discounts, but we booked it in. So, yeah, I figured I'd hurry up and get it. I'm really sad right now. And I know we talked about this before, but I'm just going to bring it up. I'm really sad to hear that Joy Janela's commentary is going to be uh, rest in peace. Um, yeah. I'd I'd put him up there with Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler. He's entertaining. <laughs> He's entertaining as all fuck. Just hear the most obnoxious. <laughs> I want to hear good old Jr. talk about fucking his chair. He can't pull it off. Jr. He calls, he calls about twenty percent of the moves, and about eighty percent is just rambling on about Step random whatever the fuck. Chairs getting drunk. Yeah, I want to hear Jr. have a slobber knocker. I had a slobber knocker with a chair last night, folks, in my bedroom. <laughs> Put a little Jr.'s hot sauce on it and fucked away. I'm surprised that uh, people don't bring up slobber knockers as a, a sexual reference. <laughs> I want to a knobber slop, knobber slopper. What do you think, King? Puppies, puppies, puppies. Oh. I like you know, about, he said something about his cock and about how ladies should come. <laughs> said something about his cock and all oh, ladies come on over. <laughs> I got a hard cock for you. <laughs> they don't want him on. What's wrong with them? <laughs> you know, people complain about how it's not professional, but you know, I don't give a shit. If I could sit there and. I'm actually going to watch the show tonight, and I'm going to write down all the funny-ass quotes he said, oh, yeah. and I'm going to post them in the group. That's awesome. 
There was one that was amazing, and I can't remember exactly how the fuck he said it. <laughs> one almost <laughs> fell out of bed. <laughs> what did you just say? I rewinded it. So what did you just say? Why he's not? Uh, he's not going to be announcing anymore. Yeah, because he's going to be. Well, he's coming back to wrestling in four weeks. He's only got to wrestle one match. Get his ass back on the chair when he's done. <laughs> Give him a microphone. He could do. He could do like that gimmick where he announces his own match while he's in the ring. Well, he said on Twitter that his commentary career is over. Oh, that's a shame. This is unfortunate. I could probably I could probably send you the tweet, but it's uh very very unfortunate. Yeah, that's a shame. Oh, Luke Harper! Oh God, who gives a shit? Luke Harper. Luke Harper returns to WWE. He was so Luke's good in the Indies. They shit on him so bad. Uh, WWE in general. I remember when he did thumbtacks and barbed wire in CCW with John Moxley. It was fucking wild. Yeah. The big rig, Brody Lee. Yeah, I remember his Chikara stuff too. Yeah, CZW stuff is involved. He was a Ring of Honor stuff. Him and Necro feuded. It was cool. Him and Necro teamed up for a while too in Jersey All Brother, the Hillbilly Wrecking Crew. The oh. Brothers. Yeah, he, Brody only lives in Rochester, like three hours away. I've met him a bunch of times because we have a mutual friend. And he oh, really? To, yeah, I used to go to a few of their two CW shows that he was always on early days. So, yeah, I've I've had drinks with the guy before because a buddy of mine is mutual friends with him. Yeah, he lives about probably three hours from me. Oh, I lied. I lied. So, yes, to a March 9th. At 10.53 a.m., Janela says, Last night was possibly my last commentary gig for a long while. Thanks for to everyone. <laughs> Thanks for to everyone who appreciated it over the last past five months while nursing the shitty knee. Time to get back in the ring. Hashtag four weeks. Nice. I ended up commentating. I ended up uh, tweeting a reply on there. I said, what a way to go out of the commentary venture. Watch the show this morning. Was laughed my ass off numerous times. Oh, yeah. It was so good. <laughs> so good. GCW's got a lot of shit going on April and May, too. There are three Whoa. shows for April, two shows of headers and for Chicago and Jersey in uh, May. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I think, like I said, after TOS, I'm taking a break for a while because I'm... Uh... I'm pretty fucking broke. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Did they? I did. They said, and then these two shows in the past like three weeks. So. Right. right. Yeah, it's not cheap. <laughs> no, no, I can imagine. I can imagine. It's gonna be my first deathmatch show in like fuck ten years. Oh wow. Well, the last deathmatch show I went to, JC and Brain Damage were still on it. So. Is that CDW then? Yeah. Tod nine. Oh shit! Yeah, it's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, Vortex and Scotty in the finals, or Vortex and JC in the finals. Yeah, Abdul Kobayashi good. and Gage had a match. Yeah, yeah, I like that one quite a bit. Yeah, it was a good show. Uh, yeah, was on it. Dysfunction was on it. It had that awesome brain damage, fucking uh, Drake non-tournament match. Oh yeah, yeah, that was on there. I haven't watched it in a while. Yeah. You know, I'm, you know. <laughs> What's that? You said there I'm not now I'm yawning though. Yeah, me too. I gotta 
get up, sign off in about two minutes here. Yeah, I hear you. I gotta. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta write down these uh, quotes here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta. I gotta watch the last fifteen minutes of The Walking Dead, or else I'll be in trouble. Uh oh. Fucking. I had to kiss ass the other day because Adam Bueller kept us on 15 minutes past where we're supposed to be, and I got the cold shoulder. So, oh, that's no good. <laughs> Fucking Max and Adam Bueller kept me on to 11:15. <laughs> I got in trouble. Right? <laughs> Damn them! It's awesome. Oh shit! So yeah, definitely. We'll have, we'll get to get you on again when you go to a. Uh, Fucking uh, Jesus! I can't think either. I think I've been drinking today. Uh, I haven't started yet. I smoked a lot of pot today. I didn't drink though. <laughs> but but uh, the uh, spring break show, Jesus, yeah. I'll have to get you on after you wrap up on those shows. That should be some pretty wild stories. Yeah, I got um. I also got a uh, a show. A first um first live is doing a um. Uh, they're doing a v- another VFW show on the 21st that I'm going to go to. Oh, um, cool. all, it's all women's show. Oh, nice. That'd and, be cool uh, to have. Yeah, um, they're doing their first live stream through Fight TV. So anybody that wants to check that out, it's on Fight TV to buy. I saw that. I think you sent me the, sent the group the picture of that. Yeah. That's awesome. I support cool. women, so that's fantastic. And oh, uh, sure. some good wrestlers on that card, too. Should be a good show. Yeah, it's really it's it's pretty loaded for a, an all women's show, and I think that's the first all women's show they've ever done. So nice. I, I don't quote me on that, but well, we'll talk about that in spring break. Fuck, uh, maybe we can do a, a post TOS live drunken show from a hotel room. Yeah, hell yeah, as long as the Wi-Fi is good. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, no, we we all make it from the hallway to the. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And then also after that first live show, um, I'm gonna uh, ICW Milwaukee's doing the uh, Hardcore Deathmatch Challenge show. Oh, I, I definitely would love to hear about that show too. Yeah, that's on March 31st, and that's actually a doubleheader. Um, they're doing a earlier show, I believe, and then doing the uh, the Hardcore Deathmatch um, Challenge show. And also, um, you know, I, I got a few uh, hints that. Um, some more uh, East Coast guys and are going to be making the trip in the next few months. Nice. Uh, and a couple new faces. Um, nice. Well, not necessarily new faces, but familiar East Coast faces that have not been to the Midwest for ICW yet. Gotcha, so. gotcha. All right, so I'm going to call us there. I'm going to talk to you for a second after we stop recording. But Once again, thank you, folks. And this has uh, been Bucky's Road Diaries Episode 7, the GCW H2O Doubleheader. Yeah.